This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closures only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- Wine Mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. February 1st. It's February. Broadcasting live from my office once again. And this week, it's the Cigar of the Year. I wait all year for this, and finally, uh, it was going to be out, and it's over, and all the uh, sneaking and all that stuff goes away. Uh, I think you're going to be surprised. I think you're going to be surprised. We'll light it up, and uh, we'll check on what's coming up in the future, because at this point forward, it's all about 2014, and what's coming out in the future. We'll tell you some of the cigar companies that are coming out and what they're coming out with. So welcome back, everybody, to a very special edition of The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week high atop the headquarters of two guys smoke shop in tax-free salem new hampshire Uh, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking folks we want you we actually insist that you light up along with us uh and this is uh what we're smoking today if you can get this yeah oh it's special man it's special this is last year's cigar the year that we're going to light up uh you tune in at the cigarauthority.com you watch us live or you catch the podcast on demand at any time you simply find us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our good friends at Google, nice enough to let us use YouTube. That's very nice of them. And uh, For now. We're all the way up to, like, 35 hits on most of our videos. It's Woo! terrific. <laughs> so check them out there. We're brand new to it. So uh, we're bringing that in to the equation also. So here it is, the Cigar of the Year from last year. It's Atabay. This Ooh. is the Brew House. Brew House? This is the Divino. This is Divino. Divino. Yes. You like you say Brujos because one, it's cool to say Brujos. It's the best name, but that size is the best size, the middle size, in my opinion. And this is the smaller size. This is the smaller size because we're going to get to in the next segment the cigar of the year. So we're going to actually put this down, which I hate to do. So as a, as opposed to wasting the bigger one, we're going to yep. go to the smaller one anyway. This is Atabay. This is the 2012 cigar of the year. 2012 was very unique. 2012 was a standout cigar brand. And it was Atabay, and um, that wasn't the case this year. But last year, it was it was all about Atabay. There was nothing that we felt even came close. It was a it was a runaway. It was this year was not a runaway. This year we had contenders, great contenders, and we have a winner. And we'll announce that winner today on the next segment. Um, and when we do that, we'll let you know also that it was a tie for second. Oh, nice. It was a six-way tie for second place. (laughs) We don't do like the magazines. We don't do – listen, we have contenders, which is all you want to end up accomplishing because other than that, it's a a six-way tie. Seven cigars chosen for contenders for the Cigar of the Year. There is one winner. Everybody else comes in second place. Do they get steak knives? They get nothing. Nothing. And um, <laughs> nice Glen Gary Glen Ross reference, Thank right you, there. Sir. Thank you. But as we said uh, in earlier shows, we had so many contenders before we were able to get it down to twenty. Oh, 17, 18 cigars, anyways. My right? God, really good stuff. That uh, you know, these all are deserving. 
and it was very tough to get down to seven, let alone get down to one. But we did it anyway. I'm wondering if 2014, the job is easier for us. Because as we discussed weeks ago, a thousand new trademarks. Right. Yeah. There's going to be a thousand new brands that get launched, really just for the sake of launching, in case right. the FDA does what it's going to yeah, do. They're not working on the blends of these things. They're just trying to get they're the They're just names. trying to get, they're proving that they're using I, it. Yeah, I would say there's going to be a lot of crap. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. This or is going to be like a, a lot of, faux boom. A lot of the same cigar, maybe it's a good cigar, the same cigar just relabeled as something else yeah. to get the trademark that's out there anyway. So it's time to cut our cigar anyway. Uh, cut this cigar, the Atabay. This is a cost, uh, cigar made out of Costa Rican. The blend is unknown completely still to this day. And um, this is Nelson Alfonso, who has a cigar made in Costa Rica. Great cigar. Uh, which the, the blend itself really doesn't matter. I know some magazines say you've got to disclose the blend, which is why Atabay has not been rated. Yeah, someday the answer to why he doesn't disclose the blend will come out when he's able to do that. But whether whether it comes yeah. out or not, it doesn't matter. The cigar is consistent from smoke to smoke. Oh, it's great. It's cigar. a value. Yeah. It certainly was deserving to be a contender. And certainly deserving to be Cigar of the Year. Great cigar. It's a shame that its reign is over. So anyway, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So still makes you smile. It does. So here we go. Using my Perdomo cutter. And we're going to use uh, something we have never used before. Yeah. In a I don't even lighter. know what this is. I know what it is. But I'm going to tell you this. We've been saying we're going to do something with the texting thing. Yeah. And so today. I said, you know what? This is it. We've got this lighter. Yeah. $250 value. Yep. I want people to text the word cigars to 96362. And one of you in our list is going to find out today... If you win this lighter. $250 lighter. This is the Bugatti BL240. It's chrome and red. Those that are watching on the video feed of it will see it. Uh, Very cool lighter. $250 retail value. The Bugatti BL240 made from our friends at Lotus. Yes. And um, was he readjusting it? Yeah, it's turned up a little too much. Okay. Should have. Definitely checked on that before. Well, it was lighting before, but I wasn't holding it lit. Here we go. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, he's lighting his Atabay with it. And um, he's having a little trouble. I'm with struggling. It. I'm sorry. Definitely should have been checked before. Anyway, um, this is uh, Atabay, and the reason why we're smoking it is this is the last day. This is the cigar of the year. Um, this is actually the last half hour that this is the cigar of the year. Next, when we bring it on, we'll, um, there'll be a new cigar of the year. This is not taking away from this cigar by any means. Um, but what happens to cigars, just so you understand, is cigars, after a while, the blends change because the, the crop changes. So um, sometimes cigar of the year is actually a serious negative thing because well, I was just going to say yeah. that it, it almost appears like it's the kiss of death because as I'm looking through the other ones that were Cigar of the Year, a lot of them don't exist anymore. Yeah, they didn't live up to their uh, 
this is almost a blooper show right now. I'm having trouble with <laughs> trouble with a two hundred and fifty dollar lighter that wasn't uh, checked and rechecked before it came on. But I'm lit. All right. Magic of live radio. Mm. What more do you want me good to thing check a lot it? Of pe- it good, thing a, good thing a lot of people actually don't watch the video feed of it. It's, it's a radio show. Yeah. But. I gassed it up. It lit. What more should I check? I actually wanted to put today um, some, in the video feed, some tricks, answers to um, what the Cigar of the Year is in advance. So if you were to watch the feed, you'd know it in advance of it as a little gift, but uh, we had, uh, we're sitting in the office, so we had a problem with uh, space. It's not uh, the biggest office in the world, but uh, anyway, we, we got it going on. So we've been, we've been doing this Cigar of the Year since 1992. Who are we to say what the Cigar of the Year is? Right. Uh, because we've been doing it for 22 years, and uh, way before any, any other magazine, any, there was no magazines actually in existence at the time. And it was a retailer who was carrying lots of brands, and um, people would say, what's the best thing that's out there? Well, the best thing changes all the time. That's what, what, what I would say to the consumer that would come in. It changes all the time. What was good last year, not necessarily is what was good the year before. Just, just like wines. And what, the wine companies are good enough to actually put the date on it and say this is from whatever year. Scott companies are actually smarter than that. They want you to continue to buy it even though the crop changed, and they don't let you know that it ends up changing, so you never know. I know uh, when something uh, comes in and we try it or when even if it's a brand that I don't smoke on a regular basis, the consumer will come up and think that their their taste has changed. Mm. The cigar has changed. That's all there is to it. The only thing that didn't change is the band or maybe the box, but the, but the cigar itself is changing uh, each time a crop has been changed. Unless, of course, they bought so much of that stuff that they have years and years of production of that exact tobacco every single time. But even if they did... That is changing, too, because it's aging. Hmm. It may be it has already peaked, and it's dropping down. For the most part, usually, it has not peaked, and it does get better and better if they bought enough of that tobacco. But remember, if it's a new product, a new brand, which would be they a, would, a cigar that would become the cigar of the year, they have no idea. Yeah, they, they don't so know they if would, it's going to take off. No, so they wouldn't buy 30 years' worth of tobacco for that product, nor would they know if it's even going to sell. So what would 30 years' worth be? So a very unique situation that this whole thing is. And the, one, of the, one of the things that is the toughest, and we mention this from time to time, blending a mild cigar is the most difficult thing to blend because you want to get that mildness and the mild flavor. Would you call this mild? I would say yeah. this is on the milder side or the milder side of medium or the upper side of mild. Yeah, I agree. Yeah? They don't think so. Neither do um, some manufacturers in other countries who were uh, um, very taken to the cigar. You know, when when a manufacturer comes into town, especially from another country, comes in here, and I say, "You want a cigar? Is there anything you want to try?" This is the cigar they want to try if they haven't had it yet. Mm. Hmm. Actually, this is the cigar they want to try, even if they have had <laughs> right. it before. Yeah. Yeah. They usually want to go to it again. Um, you don't think it's mild? No, I would say actually. Strength-wise, but I mean, it is so full-flavored. There's so much flavor. It, I was only talking about yeah. strength. The yes. flavor-wise, it's a it's a flavor bomb. No question. But strength-wise, and they say he they make um, Byron, the Byron brand also, and I believe it w- it, it might have been Nelson that said that this was um, 
more full-bodied than Byron was. No way. Yeah. No way. I know it's a it's a shade cigar. I can smoke it's a this on an empty stomach, and even the London Aces, which is the mildest of the three Byrons. It's not actually not the mildest. The mildest is the Siglo uh, Twenty One with all the Roman numerals on it. That's the mildest one. That one I can smoke on an empty stomach. But the London Aces in the regular production yellow jar or yellow tube, that one is. I, I can't smoke that on an empty stomach. It has nothing to do with the wrapper. It's not even a dark wrapper. It's sun grown. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, um, 1992, uh, first cigar of the year. Was it Fonseca? Nope. It was Macarito. Romeo and Julieta. Get out of here. Vintage. It was the first year it had come out. Uh, it was unbelievable what a great cigar it was. And... Um, it wasn't owned. This is Altadas who owns Romeo and Juliet now. It wasn't them. It was a small company. Um, later on, finding out that, um, I believe it was the people from Fonseca that actually made it. Fonseca is also the people that made Ashton originally. No kidding. I mean, so these things have changed over the years, and different companies made it from different areas of, they happen to all be in the Dominican Republic that I'm mentioning to you, but... Um, the companies were sold off and the manufacturing was brought to another manufacturing plant and no nobody has anything to do with the, the same people have anything to do with so you look at something and say really you guys would have picked Romeo and Juliet as the cigar of the year let me tell you in 1992 Romeo and Juliet vintage and I have none to, to if I had some I'd say holy god and, and I do have we, every once in a while we smoke some old Macanudos yeah, yeah, when yeah. they were made in Jamaica Whole hmm. oh, totally different cigar. Totally I've different. I've had one of those. Yeah, very, I mean, very good. And then, and then you smoke a, a Macanudo today. I would today. get caught dead smoking a Macanudo today. Pretty tasteless. Not not a lot going on. Well, there was a lot going on in the days, um, in the nineties, uh, early nineties of Macanudo. It was a whole totally different thing. As was Royal Jamaica. Royal Jamaica isn't even made in Jamaica. It's made in the Dominican Republic. I mean, there's so so much that goes on. So Why would it be? The key to this whole thing is for you to understand that this is the cigar of the year of the year that it was mentioned in. What happened after, you know, because people are going to go back and look and say they got it wrong. Are you kidding me? This thing, it's a dog, whatever. Not then. Let me tell you, not then. And who knows what happens to Atabay right now? My favorite cigar. My favorite cigar, this is it. What will it be a year or two from now? Right now, it's still the the, the um, regular production of what it is. It's still the same blend. It's still the same, same everything. What will it become years from now? Who knows? I hope it continues and stay, sure. stays consistent. But the majority of cigars do not stay, and the majority of cigars do not stay consistent. It is, you know, enjoy it for what it is when it is. So when you hear of the cigar that comes out, Enjoy it for what it is when it comes uh, come there. So uh, that is that. Uh, let's move along and go to this day in American classic history, Chuck. By the way, uh, if you're watching on video, this is probably one of the few times you see uh, Mr. Chuck Morrison. Uh, yeah, we're getting some comments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the wheels of steel. Wheels of steel, man. That's, yeah. where, that's usually where I sit. That's my desk, and I'm usually steel. I pulled a Mr. Jonathan. Yeah, because that, that's what you do when you produce the Cigar Authority. You promote yourself. Okay. So I'm promoting myself to Dave's desk. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens here anyway. So it's this day in American classic history brought to you, uh, brought to you by our friends at Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! 
You've heard of epic rap battles, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day in American classic history. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Uh, versus Tyler. Chuck Game continued your reign of terror. Making <laughs> mountains move, Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley's Warriors. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium-bodied blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Okay, Chuck Morrison is uh, still our leader because it was a tie last week, so we're going to move on. Today is February 1st. Chuck Morrison, uh, without going over. You ready? I'm ready, baby. Clark Gable. Clark Gable is celebrating his birthday today. American actor, gone with the wind. The man that couldn't give a damn. Yep. Yep. Uh, 1901. What? Two points. Unbelievable. Chuck. Unbelievable. I came to play, Mr. Jonathan, in Bring that. Your A game. And that's how it's done. You're not looking over my shoulder, right? You would never. Because you're, you're a gentleman. You're right over my shoulder here. Okay, uh, Mr. Jonathan. Boris Yeltsin. He's a Russian politician. First president of Russia. Sure. The guy with the white hair, not with the guy with the stain on his head. The guy with the white hair. Today is his birthday. He was born in 19... 19- 1915, he says. Oh, Mr. Jonathan. Way, way under. I'm going to say 1916. (laughs) Another point. 1931 for Chuck. Uh, Painful, isn't it? Painful. Sorry, buddy. He's up three in two questions. Do you want to give up now? No, I don't give up. Chuck Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris, American comedian and actor on Saturday Night Live. News for the Heart of Hearing. The headmaster of the New York School for the Heart of Hearing. Garrett Morris. Ooh, I have no idea. I don't even know who he is. I really? Guess. Yeah. Black man. Let's say he, uh, all right, good hint. Uh, 73. 1973. All right, I'm going to say he was born in 1960. Because Chuck went over. And so did you. 1937. Yeah. Really? Good Unbelievable. Man. Good man. You're talking the first Saturday Night Live. You didn't man. say the first one. You just said he was on Saturday so you don't, Night you Live. So you guys don't know who he is? No idea. No. He did the news for the hard of hearing? We heard that. So they would say the news. We're not actually hard of hearing. And then he would be in the corner in a round circle, and he would repeat exactly what they say with his hands by his mouth and side, yelling <laughs> the same thing. It was for the hard of hearing, That's not pretty the deaf. Good. It was pretty funny anyway. That is pretty good. So neither of you get that anyway. So Mr. Jonathan, today's the birthday of Sherman Helmsley, American actor. Moving Moving on up, baby. Moving on up. George Jefferson from All, right. All in the Family. And he then was, from. It, that, that show was on in the 80s, I think. And he was in his 50s or whatever then. So I'm going to take him all the way back and say 19. I don't want to go over. 1929. 1929, he says. Give me 1900 for one. Mr. Jonathan oh. gets a 1938. 1938 for Mr. Jonathan. There goes the shutout. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Fal. My pal Fal. Cigar smoker and friend of the show. 
Yep. He's been to many of the shows. He's yep. in the audience. Today's his birthday. My pal, Fal, you've seen what he looks like. You know he comes in here. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Fal. Uh, Yesterday, were- Mr. Jonathan's birthday. Fal was born. He looks like he's my age. So I'm going to guess he was probably born in like 75. All right. He was born in 1980. Just give me the two points now. You are over, Chuck. 77. Chuck gets a point. Oh, he's one year older than me. I Today, today's Eric's birthday also, by the way. Eric Wentworth. Today's Eric Wentworth's birthday. Although we're not saying who we're talking to. That's right. But, uh, yeah. This goes to Chuck. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Uh, Jonathan. Me, yeah. uh, Paulie Shore, American actor, comedian, kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really that funny. Son-in-law, Encino Man, In the Army Now, and a whole bunch of crap B-movies that he uh, did. But you know him, Paulie Shore. Paulie Shore. Today's his birthday. 75. 1975. No, 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 no. 60. 68. Chuck gets it again, as painful as this is. And this is the last one. Just make it hurt. All right. Happened this day. <laughs> Janet Jackson's breasts are exposed during a halftime show at Super Bowl XXXVII. I'm terrible at that. Resulting yep. in um, broadcast adopting stronger uh, federal F. FCC uh, censorship yeah. guidelines. Rather than just enforcing the ones that they have, they made stronger ones. Stronger. That didn't work. That happened in 2001. U2 was the band, and that's when the Patriots beat the uh, St. Louis Rams. I'm going that you are wrong, and I'm going to say it's 2004. 2004 is two points. Oh! Two points. Did he tie it up? No. He's down by one. He is down by one. You what a nice comeback! comeback nice baby. comeback, uh, Hey, gentlemen, do it. nice job, sir. So, uh, Thank you. this day in American classic history, February first, brought to you by friends at Alec Bradley and Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars. Celebrate today, February first, with an Alec Bradley Classic Cigar. So there you go. All right, uh, moving on, and uh, we are going to come back before we go to break. Uh, I'm going to read out the contenders. So uh, we're going to say the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. When we come back, we're going to have uh, the answer to the Cigar of the Year 2012. So the contenders, uh, 2013, I'm sorry. Contenders this year is Via Havana Corojo. Via Havana, Costa Rican cigar. Um, that is Stephen Adib out there in California to put that cigar together. Uh, they have a Connecticut, a Corojo, a Maduro. The Corojo was was picked. I, I, For the I, record, uh, the only cigar to get votes in all three categories, even though only the Corojo was in the pack, that cigar got votes yes. for Maduro yep. and for the it, Connecticut Shade, even though those two were not in. All three could have been content- contenders. They could have been. Yeah. And people voted for it. They smoked the Corojo and said, I want the Connecticut or I want the Maduro. I don't know why, but thank you. Yep. Actually made in the same factory that makes the Atabay. Not using the same tobaccos or anything, but actually the same place. I've never seen it, but um, that is a contender. Asylum 13, the 6x60, the first 60 ring gauge cigar um, actually to even be a contender. And here it is uh, as a chance to be the cigar of the year. And you got the size right, by the way, unlike some people. Yes, I did. I know uh, Cigar Aficionado had that uh, in there as a 4x44. <laughs> the whole line is all about the big ring gauges. Uh, another Some some other website actually cho- chose the 4x44 to also. Boy, talk about missing, you know, <laughs> missed a shot and boat. a miss. A shot and a miss. But we'll see if the 6x60 ends up uh, getting in there. Hammer and Sickle Icon is another contender. Blended by Hanky Kellner. Uh, we know Hanky from the Davidoff uh, factory. 
Um, he's had a lot of winners over the years, and not only contenders, but winners of the Cigar of the Year. And um, they are a contender, and we'll see how uh, that comes out. Perla Del Mar. Perla Del Mar is a Nicaraguan boss-pressed, low-priced value cigar from J.C. Newman. Uh, they had uh, the winner with Brick House some years ago. This is Perla Del Mar selling like crazy. Uh, it is a contender, and we'll see what happens uh, with that one. Bandolero. Bandolero would be a two-in-a-row. It's never happened before. Nelson Alfonso has Bandolero. He's the one that has Atabay, and... Um, that is a lower-priced uh, cigar that sells in those... Uh, Humidified tins. Yeah. So uh, Bandolero would be two in a row, and, and actually two contenders that we have from Costa Rica, which all the, uh, all the magazines, all the websites, everything are missing an entire country, a great country of Costa Rica that's putting some great cigars out. So there you have it there. Um, Davidoff, Davidoff, Nicaraguan, showed up on a lot of people's. Didn't uh, Cigar Snob just give them number the number one, one nod? Yep, mm. and it's number three in Cigar Aficionado. Yep. It's number it's, one in Cigar European, or what used to be European Cigar Journal. Yep, and uh, we know through sales because we're a Davidoff appointed merchant, selling like crazy. Oh yeah, something very very different from them, getting lots of, lots of accolades, including from us as a contender of Cigar of the Year. Will it be the Cigar of the Year? Will uh, We'll soon know that in just minutes. And last but not least, um, Aging Room, Havao. This is by Boutique Blends. This is uh, Hochi Blanco uh, along with um, uh, Hank and Raphael. And um, this cigar was uh, Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar in the free world, as we like to call it, because they they chose a Cuban cigar over that, which we have not in our list. we need availability is, is a main concern, remember. There's lots of criteria that goes yep. into this, including um, the big one, which is not only sales, but um, taking somebody that comes in and tries a single cigar and then comes buys and comes back in and buys a box of cigars. Let me tell you, that is a big vote at that point. Um, this was the first year we actually got votes against <laughs> cigars. <laughs> People actually <laughs> voted against the guys, and that's not how it works. Passion, right there, David. Passion. But, you know, they got a little thing to fill out, and they have to. This is how they do it, and and I'm like, what is it? And it wasn't one. I mean, it was a no, bunch of them. Yeah. You know, not this one. It would say, not this right. one, not that one. I'm like, really? You so know? every other every other one gets a sixth of a vote. Thank you. But what I will say is the one that was chosen the Cigar of the Year did not get a vote against itself. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. It helps. So it ends up helping anyway. So those are the contenders. And yeah, go ahead. Uh, before we go to break, after the break, when we bring on the manufacturer of the Cigar of the Year, we're also going to – I'll be texting the winner. So you've got to get your, your number in there. Text ni- uh, CIGARS with an S, C-I-G-A-R-S, to 96362. And you're going to text that word cigars, and we're picking a winner when we come back to let you know who won. At the, the top winner. of the hour, we'll, we'll do that because we're gonna, top of the hour we're going to pick the winner. Okay, okay, All right. So you got time anyway. Nine six three six two. Text the word cigars to nine six three six two, and the winner today will get a two hundred and fifty dollar Bugatti BL two forty. It's chrome and red, two hundred and fifty dollar value, and we'll send that. We'll text the winner, and then that winner. What do they do? They text. They're going to text me back. With their address of where to send exactly. it to. 
we'll send it to you. So this is the beginning of getting this text thing going finally. So um, that's that. Okay, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, the Cigar Authority will give the award to the Cigar of the Year. We're broadcasting atop of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, smoking an Atabay, the 2012 Cigar of the Year. And we're going to come back with the 2013 Cigar of the Year. So uh, stick around, everybody. We'll be back with that and more when we return. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. (laughs) (laughs) What about It's Not Your Grandfather's Cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about Good to the Last Draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? (laughs) Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Boom, boom, boom. It's showtime. And I know he just walked through the door. He sees what's going on. And he realizes he won the cigar of the year. So uh, here it is. We're back at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Got me, Chuck? Oh, yeah. Back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Smoking the Atabay 2012 Cigar of the Year. We have to put it down and welcome 
uh, our guest with us, which is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm shocked. The, I'm, two, I'm, the 2013 <laughs> Cigar of the Year is the Hammer and Sickle icon. It's unbelievable. It's un- it is unbelievable. That's why it won the what award. What this cigar has done for, for our company has been amazing. And you know, to win an award like this, I certainly appreciate it more than you know. So let's, uh, let's fire one up. Let's, uh, this oh, this is it. I'm in. This is it. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Eric. Of course. So uh, everything's been unique about your company, uh, certainly starting from the packaging, mm-hmm. uh, starting from the, um, um, the, the manufacturer that you, you uh, handled uh, to make it. You said you want absolutely the best of everything that went into it, um, and uh, you did. And uh, it's a short run. When did uh, Hammer and Sickle in the cigar industry start? We started working on it in 2008, worked on it all the way through 2009 talking to different factories and producers. And then we actually um, did the show late. The IPCPR show was late in 09. I want to say it was, was it September? Um, that was our first show. Uh, we took our first orders, and we actually delivered in January of 2010. Okay, so 2010, uh, it shows up for the first time on the shelves, but not the icon. The icon, uh, which I know I had samples of early on, and it's something you worked on for a long time, um, and here it here it ends up coming up that um, uh, it ends up being a milder cigar where everybody uh, went was going to fuller bodied stuff. You actually took your product and even went a, a little bit milder than, than normal. The market gets real small, um, and you have to have a whole bunch of heritage to do the heritage or a bad haircut and too many tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to do Don't be real. afraid to tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. Stuff. It's kind of true. It is, what, yeah. What, what to do. So, well, I, w- I want to cut my uh, – we've got to go through this whole process here, but this is part of the show. We've got to pay some bills. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by – your friend Nick Perdomo and Perdomo Cigars. Uh, Perdomo is the brand that while all of the cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we're going to cut um, the hammer and sickle icon. And uh, you'll, uh, Eric Hansen is with us. Eric Hansen owns not only Hammer and Sickle Cigars, but Hammer and Sickle Vodka. Uh, they're a Massachusetts company over here. And um, they... Uh, they came a long way in a short period of time. I, I know to you it probably seems like, wow, it, it took a while to get uh, embedded into the industry. But uh, to tell you the truth, a, um, usually a company takes about 15, 20 years before they get uh, this type of recognition. So uh, I'd say you're the rookie of the year also. I mean, that, that this was quick. I, like I said, I'm, I'm sort of blown away we won it. I didn't think based on the pack and, and things that are, you know, the brand's doing extraordinarily well, and that's great, but... Um, you know, there's so much buzz around things like Asylum and this, you know, these, these ring gauges that are, that are to me bananas, but yeah. so be it. Um, you know, to win in this environment right now, I think it you know, says a ton, obviously, about our producer and says a lot about the brand. Oh, so. yeah. And, and, you know, the, listen, you had the Davidoff Nicaraguan, which I'm sure they were very, very proud of to be in there. But the Davidoff Nicaraguan... Um, Listen, the economy uh, since 07 has been tough, and it continues to be tough. And uh, cigars priced at that kind of price range um, is, is getting really tough for uh, people to, to even let me try it. Sure. You know, if, if they're trying something at a high price level, they've been trying stuff that they know. You know. I will say to consumers, though, if you're going to reach up to that price point, you know, we're obviously not up there. We're a much more affordably priced cigar. I think I would, you would call sort of the premium level at that $8 
um, eight dollar to nine dollar yep. window. But if you're going to reach up there um, and you want to get out of of premium, get to if you will, from a pricing perspective above premium, you know you got to give Davidoff a lot of credit oh, for that cigar. Oh God, that is an exquisite cigar. Listen, this one wasn't. I, I'd like to say to you, it was a slam dunk for you that that you you blew everybody away. But this was a tight one sure. all year round, uh, even to get to the contender. Oh yeah, there was so many great cigars. It was the best year ever for cigars. The problem as uh, a cigar buyer, which is Jonathan and, and me as the, the owner of it, was what were we going to uh, bring in and what were we not going to bring in because the sampling of the stuff that we tried, everything was great. So we have lots of brands out there that we don't even carry that sure. are great, but there's just simply not room. That's how good of a year it was. And I don't know if you heard the news of 1,000 trademarks issued last year. Cigar trademarks, 1,000. It's, it's unbelievable. And, you know, it's the hot thing right now to just – a lot of a lot of folks are, are just new names, new names, new names on old cigars. There's some just amazing, you know, putting all that aside. Let's say 25% of it was that. That's still 750 trademarks. Yeah. I mean, that is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, how many trademarks do you have in two guys? What, 1,100 maybe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the store, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that. You basically have another business right. that you could take in if you took everything, which is impossible, but so be it. Yeah. I mean, you have to look at it. The, they could carry theory, nothing it that we, we could carry nothing that we mm-hmm. currently carry, carry and, and just take another whole store full of, you know, this is the stuff two guys doesn't carry. And the consumer's winning. Oh yes, because the cigars are getting better. Yeah, yep. there's there's a bunch of tobacco out there. Competition that's really is it's so great. tough out there. You know what I'm hearing from, from some manufacturers? Yes, they had a good year this year. It was an okay year or whatever. Uh, the numbers that come into me say it was a pretty flat year of, as far as imports and things that came in on premium cigars. Um, but they say that their profit is actually down. And they're very um, afraid to go up in price or anything because of the, the situation that we're in. Premium cigars, it's a luxury item that nobody needs. Mm-hmm. The competition is unbelievable. If you're looking for whatever dollar amount you're looking for, you can easily find something very good in that price range. Sure. So if you go up to the next price range, that guy may decide to stay in the price range that he was at. You go up a dollar in your cigar. Uh, you're an $8 cigar. You go to 9 He says, no, I want to spend 8 there's a lot of $8 choices. There's, no, there's choice in every category yeah. now. And it's good. It's being dragged out. I hope what happens as, you know, as, a, as a producer, if you will, I hope people start coming back into the business. I don't think we're doing a very good job as an industry dragging new people in. Well, I, I would say I'm in. I mean, I'm, I'm fully vested. I've been in 29 years this year. And um, I probably wouldn't get in this business if I wasn't already in either because of legislation and everybody against uh, tobacco and where we fit into all tobacco products, um, which we don't, but it's been hard to politically get people to understand that we are not OTP, other tobacco products. We are in our own category, and they don't seem to understand that. And it could be a swipe of a pen. Mm Mm-hmm. That could ruin everything. FDA, you know, we talk about the FDA. That's why everyone's coming out with the trademarks. Uh, FDA could make it so that we couldn't show you our beautiful packaging. True. And then what would happen? You'd read it on a, on a piece of paper that would say hammer and sickle icon. Well, I don't know what that is. Right. Uh, when you see this um, suede. That one's suede. I, I kind of it's a beautiful suede box. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the packaging is unbelievable. Don't let the packaging fool you and say, I must be paying... 
uh, a lot for the packaging, <laughs> and there would be cheap cigars inside, and it's a lot of money on packaging because your packaging on every single one of your lines is outstanding, but it's the cigars. That's what it's going to come down to anyway. It's the cigar itself. Yeah. I don't care how the packaging is. Consistently, the quality, and for you to get Hanky Kellner to do this, and let me tell you, they don't do this for anybody. Okay. No, they don't. You kind of yeah. you kind of have to prove yourself uh, that you're committed to the industry, that you're a good operator, uh, and that you obviously have the capital to make this go. So, luckily, I guess we got all three check marks. There we go. So, uh, Hammer and Sickle Vodka that's been around for how long? Uh, we launched Hammer and Sickle Vodka in '07. Uh, the, we're now in 39 states, soon to be 41 states after next week. Great. And uh, 13 countries, soon to be 17 countries. So, wow. Wow. So, I think we need to pour ourselves a drink. I couldn't agree more. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe I'm hearing David Garofalo right? say Suzanne, that. It's a celebration. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for you. Uh, you know, I, I've known you from um, the very beginning, even before the beginning. Uh, you coming in as a consumer. Be- it was before the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, we sat in this office and talked about getting into the business, and I think you told me I was nuts. Yeah, um, which I would say to you, saying more people coming in, you'd be nuts to get into this business. But you've been, uh, you know, you've been sort of a mentor it's an, uh, it's an overused word yeah uh, but it is what it is and obviously you've become an amazing friend no, so I, you I, are very gracious with your time david I'll, i have to say that. i love the business i i love it and and i i if anybody comes into the business and wants to uh bend my ear or something i'm happy to uh give my input of all i have is the years that that are in it of what it is but i would certainly say you'd be nuts to get into it because you you, you got two hands tied behind your back into this industry you have uh health fighting you, you have the government fighting you, um, and even um, consumers who don't use the product have a negative stigma to this product. There's so much negative. Anything else would be easier than this. Alcohol's easier than this, isn't it? Um, alcohol, it's interesting. you got to remember, alcohol had, you got to go back in history, and I'll, I'll try to be as short with this as I can. I get a little long-winded. So just whack me. There we go. <laughs> um, so here it goes. In 1933, they passed a, a bill that said you couldn't have it anymore. Yeah. And you had an explosion in organized crime, and you had all sorts of other things. So prohibition, uh, it's been tried. It didn't work. So they repealed it in 33, and and there you go. So I don't think, you know, as much as they fight off a lot of things, they still have tax issues. They still have fights, and they still we still we still have issues on that side of the industry as well. But the government knows if I take it away totally, it doesn't work. I know I have problems. I have an yeah, issue. Yeah. So pro, I don't think spirits has to worry about a prohibition the way that tobacco still may have to worry about it. Yeah, and it would be a big mistake, and then it would happen. Now, you are not only true to um, cigars as its natural form of the way it is, but even I see that in your vodka company, which is it seems like you're missing a, a big segment of the vodka industry, which is flavored vodkas is the biggest, but you stay true to this is what your vodka is. Yeah, we're a Russian vodka company. Um, we don't. The Russians don't flavor it, and we don't flavor it. Yeah. I also think the cocktail ought to be the hero. Um, so if you're talking to your bartender, they ought to show that what they do is a craft, and it's it's a lot of art and a lot of chemistry, and you know they they put something together that comes to you. I don't think the idea of putting some chemicals in a bottle and taking yeah. it home is is Amen. really the elegance of of anything. You want a little cranberry taste in your vodka. Put some cranberry in it. Right? Yeah. You know, and right. then you have it. Other than some chemical that has a cranberry flavoring to it that would taste like that. Amen. And that goes for coffee. And that go- I'm a purist. I mean, I want coffee to taste like coffee, which is a flavor amongst itself. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, your vodka is so clean, mm-hmm. filtered clean, almost tasteless, which is part of the allure of vodka. 
yeah, it's an odorless, tasteless liquid. That's the idea of vodka. Yeah. Everything has, uh, listen, whatever you distill, the protein that you deal with is going to impart something to it. Ours is winter wheat, so it finishes sort of soft, and it finishes with a beautiful sweetness. And some people now say it finishes with a, a hint of vanilla. I, I was going to say that, yeah. Like, you know, that's Once again, when you work with something uh, that grows, <laughs> something agricultural, you're going to get variation year to year and rainfall and everything else, so your sugars change, and you're going to have slight variation in your product. And, but. Yeah, I don't know that much about the whole distillation process, uh, and not to get into it too much, but when you distill it down to 40, is it 40%? Yeah, we, well, we distill it to 96, um, to 96 proof, and then we cut it off with water, 60-40, so you get to, to the 80 proof. Okay. Now, we have um, champagne here, but we have hammer and sickle vodka, and I think that's the way we should go. It's Russian champagne to me, buddy. There it is. <laughs> it is. And, and, it, and it, although odorless, it smells like money. Here you go, Chuck. It smells like profit to me. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. It smells like margin. There we go. So it is clear as can be. The, the, you know, clear as water. You, mm-hmm. you know, you think you'd have a little water in a glass. That's all that's happening here. But uh, I, I put it in the freezer so it would be nice and chilled. That's mm-hmm. the way you like it. It's absolutely the way vodka should be served, as, as cold as you can humanly get it. Because it's not going to freeze anyway, right? It will not freeze. No. Nice. Congratulations. What, Thank you very much. I'm still, I'm sort of, I, I'm, I'm genuinely stunned. Well, it's not us you should be thanking. It really is the people that voted and the people that support the brand because we, yeah. they, they smoke it, they like it. Yeah. Listen, I love you, and I wish you the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a product that, you know, absolutely hit the masses. Selling like crazy. We, we literally, it's delicious. for no other reason than it's exceeding our expectations because you have the product. We continue to run out of it. And it's our fault, but it's hard to believe that as we place these large orders that right. we order, that the next thing you turn around and I run to get a certain size and it's out. And, oh, my God. And you go, well, I ordered this much. I, you know, I'm dealing <laughs> yeah. with Jonathan. And I go, what do we got at the other stores? You didn't send this store enough of it. And he goes, no, I have to order more. And you're close enough that we're going to get it the next day. But, um, oh, the, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. These are good problems to have, though. Yeah. They're certainly good problems to have. That means Absolutely. that consumer's coming back. They're touching your register. And hopefully they're adding on to that sale and helping their local tobacconist. And, instead of this mm. clicking online. And, and they're not buying a single and going elsewhere to buy it. They're, bu- they're buying a single. They're coming back the next week and say, give me a whole box of those. And then after they buy the whole box of them, the next time they come in, and mm-hmm. we track to a ridiculous sure. amount, and especially on the seven cigars that were the contenders, all kinds of reports to see what happened once we made the contenders. What is happening to each seven of these cigars? And we saw uh, this cigar, that exact person coming in, buying maybe a couple of singles, coming back, buying a box. The next time he comes back in, okay, this is it. What did he do? Boom, he bought another box. Okay, he voted. And we do look this to everybody. Everybody that was a contender, it was very good of, of mm-hmm. what ended up happening with them. But by uh, by a good amount on that, that was your biggest uh, asset that happened. Um, I think you are, um, if I can say uh, on a negative, um, not well known out there for the people that had not tried the product. Mm-hmm. And when people would say, I'm voting for this and I'm voting for that, we would ask them, did you try all – if they didn't buy the contenders pack, mm-hmm. which means they didn't have the website, to, the email address to send the vote to, 
um, and they would verbally come up and say that, they would say, listen, my choice is this. And I said, well, did you smoke every one of these? And I'd say, they'd say, no. I smoke most of them, though. I don't want to know what most of them are, sure. but it's, it's very unfair for you to do that. Maybe they went to the ones of the brand names that were more recognized to them. And as the word gets out about hammer and sickle, again, I, I look at you guys as rookies. Uh, you know, this is the very, very beginning of it. Uh, the people that, that were on there, I mean, have many, many years that are uh, sure. in this industry. Um, a lot of consumers haven't tried it. So this is my platform to say, okay, it's the cigar of the year. If you have not tried this, you are missing something. You are. If you're a full-body cigar smoker, and you say, well, that's not for me because um, you know we're telling you it's on the on the milder side. Um, you're missing something. You're missing actually the whole thing of cigars. I mean, you should be able to enjoy mild, medium, and full-bodied cigars, long cigars, and short cigars, or else you're missing you're missing everything. And uh, you know what? There's a little bit of a testament to that. We have a customer in Seabrook, a big burly dude, lifts weights all the time, all about testosterone, and he was smoking the fullest-bodied stuff in the store. And I happen to mention to him, you know, I only see you smoke these full-bodied cigars. Do you ever smoke anything mild? And he said, no, I only smoke full-bodied cigars. So I said that what you said, you know, you're kind of missing the boat. You should mix it up every once in a while. I'm not saying you go buy a box of Icon and this is going to be your cigar for the week. But you know what? In the mix, throw in a mild one. He started doing it. Now he mostly smokes mild to medium cigars and then hmm. saves those fuller-bodied cigars for after a big meal. Sure. And – to me, he's, he's he's on the he's on the bandwagon now. Yeah, I love you know, Connecticut is great. I, Connecticut tobacco is so flipping good. I, I just it doesn't get nearly the recognition that it deserves. I, I I truly believe that everyone's talking about okay, we get X wrapper from Ecuador and we stole seeds from somewhere we we you know shade grew them in Ecuador. Great, you know Nicaragua, Nicaragua, Nicaragua. If I hear that word again, I'm gonna yeah. pass out. Um, there's great stuff. You you said it earlier. The Costa Ricans are doing amazing things. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, Peruvian tobacco is always interesting. Cameroon's really fascinating when it's true Cameroon. There's so much out there that you can try and enjoy and I just the consumer shouldn't get pigeonholed into one spot. Right. Even even you, I noticed that you and your staff we see you in Nashville quite a bit because you can't smoke in your uh your headquarters in your own office. So you, that's actually, you know what? I'll tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. That's that's actually not true. It's in our lease that we can. Oh, nice. Like the same thing I do with them on other things. It doesn't do me or anybody else any good for you to be smoking in our office. Get your keisters up. Oh. Go to a retailer. Oh, you know, nice. Just like they're not allowed. Wow. To, they're not allowed. No, they have expense accounts for it, but they are not allowed to take um, tobacco out of the office. They got to go buy it somewhere, and they can't. You got to support your retailers, and you, you, they can't take vodka out. They they can go buy it. I'll pay for it, but go get it from a retailer. You are, wow. just so you know, you are the only one in the world, the world, that is doing that. Yeah. The world. And I, I appreciate it as a retailer, man. If I, if, if I, if I receive uh, one sale that ends up happening that way, wouldn't that be something? Talk about hmm. uh, all of a sudden that the industry would be primed to get going. The manufacturer themselves are buying the cigars. Well, I don't want to lose track of my point, but okay. you don't Sorry. just come in and smoke the hammer and sickle line. God, no. You, you come in just like a regular customer, and, you, and your staff does as well. They come in and they say, what's new? What should I be trying? I'm in the mood for medium-bodied. What, what are you smoking? And you guys smoke absolutely everything. Hmm. It's awesome. It's well, you have awesome. to learn what's going on. I'll tell you a funny story. Last night I was having a cigar, um, and I'm texting back and forth. Matt Booth and I are very, very friendly. He's out on the West Coast. <laughs> I'm having a uh, 
I was having a one-on-one, and that's why I you know, took a little picture of it, and I sent it out to him. So he says, you know, text me back about 20 minutes later, and, he's, and it's an unlit hammer, and he's got it in his hand, and then nice. he lights it. He's like, I'm going to have one with you, and I'm just too far away. That's yeah. awesome. So there's no, you know, listen, you, you got to understand that this industry, as small as it is, a rising tide lifts all boats. It certainly does. And we have to understand what each other are doing and support the business and work together to bring more people in it. Now, when it comes to mild cigars, um, and I'm a believer that I think it takes a lot more work, it's a lot more difficult to make a good mild cigar because any imperfections that you do is going to be obviously tasted. Uh, mm-hmm. If you did it with a stronger cigar, and you had, yeah, you can hide it to a stronger sure. cigar because it's over overpowering it. I wonder if that is the big push of a lot of manufacturers to get people on fuller-bodied cigars. Therefore, we can use this other tobacco as filler, really as filler. Uh, when you see some big ring-gauge cigars, you can't imagine all the filler in these big big cigars can be good. But if you put enough strength in it, it will act as a just a byproduct of an extra leaf that means nothing. You, you, yeah, these big ring-gauge cigars, I couldn't be... So, you know, we're about to come out with one too, so I got to be a little, a little cautious, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, but, and because the industry is asking for it, yeah, right? It, consumers are literally sending us emails daily. When can I get it? When can I get it? When can I get it? Wouldn't tradition be amazing in a sixty? So we finally broke down, and we're going to do it. You heard it here first, folks. The the, the thing I'm not going to do is this dumb down on pricing because we're not going to change the ingredients. We're not going to change. Um, the assortment. We're actually going to beef up the binder with an extra wrapper so that you get the. We still can, t- can no kidding execute that flavor. It, it frustrates me because you're you're getting this huge discount, right? With a six by sixty, that well, doesn't help. Discount that you're not really it doesn't getting. help. Yeah, but it doesn't help the industry. <laughs> it's a problem. It's it, mm. it, it, it hurts our our overall business. And you got to remember, a lot of that money goes to protecting the business. We talked about that a few minutes ago. So you take margin out of the business. You were saying it yeah. earlier. I had a good year on volume, had a bad year on margin. You have a bad year on margin. You can't reinvest in protecting your your industry on, on the governmental basis, which is under attack. So everyone needs to be really careful. This industry is so small. Yeah. Only 1% of American consu- of consumers across the United States that are of age smoke cigars. 67% of consumers in the United States that are of age smoke beverage alcohol. I mean, um, drink beverage alcohol. This industry is tiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it doesn't need to hurt itself. Yeah. And yeah. I think... Hey. Yeah, and, so and, and the competition does because everybody's out doing the next person without any guidelines and say, well, I'm just trying to get that customer from you, period, that's it. So I'll make it thicker and bigger and longer and cheaper if I have to to get there. The next thing you know, you see people go out of business. In the retail end, uh, we've lost five retailers as of January 1st uh, in this local area. Wow. And um, they tried to it's compete. Unreal. They tried to compete mm-hmm. price-wise. And they couldn't make any profit. Maybe they brought in more volume, but they couldn't make enough profit. Sure. Then they go out of business. And uh, it's a shame to see. And listen, I'm on the receiving end of it for good, and I hate to see it. I want competition, and I want people to uh, grow their businesses and get better. But that's not what's happening right now. So you're going to stay on the rest of the show? 
We're celebrating, yeah, we right? Got, we got me. more questions for you. All right. We, okay. got more questions. we got more questions. We have sure. new products coming in from you, a special new cigar, and uh, we have the cigar of the and year. And I get to drink more. This is amazing. This is there awesome. We go. What a beautiful Saturday. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to smoke and enjoy the cigar of the year, Hammer and Sickle Icon. We'll get Debonair with Chuck Morrison, Old Fart Freddy's in the Aging Room. we got the tweets of the week. Uh, we're drinking vodka. We're having a good time. It's the cigar of the year. Hammer and Sickle Icon, everybody. Let the word out there. We're live from my office, high atop of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. So uh, when you're smoking your Icon, which is this year's Cigar of the Year, or if you happen to be smoking Atabay, which is last year's Cigar of the Year, the most important lesson you need to learn in your life is look at the cigar so you keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrick Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw in price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. 
This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big groups, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. And we're back uh, with the Cigar of the Year, the Hammer and Sickle icon, Eric Hansen with us, broadcasting high above Two Guys Smoke Shop, what do you say, World Headquarters? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Global uh, Headquarters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, New cigars are coming out. We'll tell you about new cigars coming out for 2014. You're loving your he's trophy. Holding yet? the trophy, stroking it, like, stroking my trophy. We're not like, going to talk about what he said he's going to do to that hole later, but <laughs> leave that to your imagination. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, and we're the only radio show in the U.S. and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop at the headquarters, headquarters. in Dave's office. <laughs> Uh, we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you do like Charlie Pateras is doing right now and light up Icon, yes. which is the cigar of the year. little shout-out to my boy Charlie. If you have one, light it up. Now's the time. Smoke them if you got them, baby. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live and see the actual trophy. Uh, you catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And uh, you can do the oh, same Ron thing Popeil. on YouTube. Thank God for Google. Yeah. Ron Popeil. Who's Ron Popeil? Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greatest inventor in American history. He sure is. Boy, well, he was can... he the greatest marketer of yeah. inventions? Yes. He bought other yeah, people's losers. Yeah, exactly. Um, He's like the Mark the, Cuban. Did of, he do the Ginsu knife? Was he the guy? I don't know. I don't think I don't so. Know. I think that was the guy that died. He was the pitch man that died that was the Ginsu oh, really? guy. Oh, okay. The guy with the beard? That yeah. Ginsu knife yeah. was sitting out there for years, not selling, and somebody bought it and then turned it into a big seller. This was 70s. I don't know. It cuts through a nail. I yeah. remember the yeah. remember yeah. The one the thing you want to actually get is the jack chop, if you can get it. Is the <laughs> oh, yeah. You see <laughs> that chop? You saw it? That thing is magic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Australian kid? Yeah. He's, he's pounding away at everything. It's amazing. Uh, I think it's a... a, a a guy from up here, uh, Revere. Really? Revere Mass, I think. Uh, That's I where that Revere. Jack Chop come from. Revere Beach. Revere. <laughs> Drinking PBR tolls. Uh, we have some, um, and, and I appreciate when we get emails uh, in to thecigarauthority.com, info at thecigarauthority.com, Dave at thecigarauthority.com, Mr. Jonathan at thecigarauthority.com. Uh, if they do it during the uh, broadcast, then you can type in and say whatever you got to say, and it becomes something that uh, we have said, I have said, or Mr. Jonathan in this case has said something that you feel is wrong. Call us out on it because we call ourselves the authority. So, damn it, we should know what the heck we're talking about. Uh-oh. And um, somebody uh, called Mr. Jonathan right, out right. last week. He wanted to do a little testing, a little checking to see if he was uh, correct or if he needs to apologize once again to everybody out there. Uh, this has to do with um, humidity. Humidity. Yeah. And uh, salt solutions. Yes. So did I did you say a- humidity or humility? Yeah, humility. Well, it Wow. It, it's, uh, it's interesting that you word it that way, Chuck. Uh, I do have to apologize a little bit to John Paul, who's the gentleman who sent in the, uh, the, the comment on, via the uh, Cigar Authority. And it does turn out that salt solutions will absorb humidity and will also impart humidity. 
However, hmm. however, however, at 70 degrees, the optimum is 70, 70, 70 degrees temperature, 70% humidity. At 70 degrees, a salt solution will impart humidity and keep things relative at 54% humidity, which is much too low hmm. for cigars. So any item out there that is saying that it, it has a true two-way system, nothing can truly do both impart humidity and pull humidity out at 70 degrees. Nothing. At 70 degrees temperature. 70 degrees temperature. They, can, they can't get it up to 70% and then draw humidity out below when it goes above. So yeah. who won? So you feel confident of that? I, I, I mean, website after website, scientists going over... Smart guys. Smart guys. Smart guys. Smart guys. Uh, I did put the post. I replied with the actual details. I mean, this, I did some real serious research on this. So uh, the long and short of it is if you wanted to use salt as a regulator, you would have to have a tub in your humidor with a salt water solution. You'd have to play with it for a couple of months to figure out how to get the humidity up to 70%. But at that point, you'd have so much water, you'd dissolve all the salt, and that's the only way – Salt can draw humidity out. So if you have a bowl of salt in your humidor and it's 90%, it'll bring it down below 54% because there's no water in it. When I'm testing an analog hygrometer, even a digital hygrometer, and I want to see how accurate it is, I'll fill a little cap up with salt. Then I'll put water in it till it just comes above the, the water line of the, of the salt. So it's, it's mushy, a little water's floating on the top, and I know, okay, that's as much as it can. At that point, there's no way for it actually to draw in. There's no doubt right. about it. Mm -hmm. I'll put the hygrometer inside a Ziploc bag, leave her for a day or so. That is 70% humidity yes. at that point. And that's how I'll accurately gauge a hygrometer to see if it ends up hitting there. But I can see your point of if it was 71 there's no way for it to absorb because in, in order, to, order to get 270, you have I, to have enough water right. that it, it, all the salt is dissolved at that so, point. So could you put another little cap of salt with no water in it in that bag that would actually draw in that extra 1%? Say I brought it up to 71. What would happen is that salt, because it's just salt, yeah. would draw humidity out of your salt water solution, and you'd end up dropping you'd hit that medium 54%. of 54%. You'd, it would continually, every single math equation that I looked up yeah. ended up being it was getting it to 54% at, uh, at 70 degrees. Okay. And I'm not saying 55. I'm not saying 50. I mean, the, the, everything that I looked at was exact. It was 54% across the board. So you can bring it up to exactly 70%. But in order to bring something in to do it, it's going to drop it down to 54 if, it, yes. if it's a true two-way humidification system, right. which I see things that – a lot of the beads and lots of things say this is a two-way humidification. What's the warning on them? Plus or minus? The warning is at the point that you go past 70%, you are to remove that humidification element from the environment because it's going to continue to impart humidity and spike it even beyond that. They all say remove it. If it was a true two-way system, the fail-safe would be have two sure. and stick a second one in because now you've got so much humidity we need double absorption. They don't say that. They say take it out. There is no such thing as a true two-way humidification system unless it's electronic. So I'm going to stand by what I said before. So you say he was wrong and you were right. He was – the thing that I didn't agree with him on, which I had – when I did the research he was right about is that salt solutions can do both but it's at such a lower level to what cigars have to be at 
It just doesn't work. Who's doing that? <laughs> that means there's enough of this segment because we are boring the hell out of not only me, but everybody else on there. What if you put a humidifier and a dehumidifier in a room and let them fight it out? Here we go. <laughs> I think you hit the 54%, but I don't know. Let's right. do it. Yeah, let's try it out. So uh, I don't know if you are prepared to explain a new project you have coming out. I know it's uh, that time of year. I can explain All right, everything, yes. and if I can't, I'll just make it up. All right. So you have something new coming out. Next week. Next week. Wow. Which is beautiful. There's something going on next week. There is. What, what starts next week? There's a thing. It is uh, some sporting event. It's a sporting event. It's, it's right after the Super Bowl. I mm. know the Super Bowl is this week. So something's happening in big in sports after the Super Bowl. Yeah, something in the world actually happens outside of the Super Bowl. Yes. I know as Americans we don't want to believe We it. don't want to admit that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a worldwide huge thing that's yeah, happening. Yeah, this is a thing. They call it the Olympics. Yeah. The Greeks came up with this a long time ago. They thought it'd be good to have like an event, but they put a bunch of sports together. Let me pour another glass of vodka. Mr. Jonathan, can you reach over to uh, to your left and grab that? Absolutely. Uh, oh, you have it with you! Wow, he doesn't mess around. I brought who who needs some vodka? Need some more vodka? I'm fine over here. Yeah, let me up. Let's, yeah, I truly didn't celebrate know why I was coming. So, <laughs> yeah. So I said, Eric him, uh, Wentworth's funny. Who works for me? He used to work for you. He goes, I don't know if we want or not. So. You might want to bring, like, a bottle of champagne in case you win. <laughs> so anyway, so next week we are, um, for the Sochi Olympics, we worked with Henke on a, um, on a very unique project. We wanted to do just 100 boxes of something, period. So only 1,000 cigars ever made. Um, we can pass it around. Nice. Pass it around. We can show the folks on TV. So, of course it Hi, is, I'm Vanna White. Of course it isn't made of wood because, by the way, <laughs> you have a whole bunch of stuff out there. And Nothing uh, is made of wood. Yeah, you've got an aversion to wood. Do you want to discuss this? Well, Can we get that. into your deep-seated issues? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did one project with wood. I did um, wood with uh, second growth. Well, here's the oh, thing, yes. though. Well, you didn't special just wood. do wood. Yeah, you yeah. deconstructed second growth wine barrels. Good point. Had them exported from, was it France? From yes. Bordeaux, yeah. And then imported into Portsmouth, where they were made by a shipbuilder, into boxes. Correct. That is not just wood, my man. Right. <laughs> but, it was technic- do- but it was technically wood. Technically, <laughs> it was made out of wood. If you're going to do wood, though, you've got to mm. really do wood. So uh, it, it is cardboard. And uh, is this it? This I mean, is this it. is a complete the, version. We did 101 boxes. One is a gift. That's for you. Um, Thank you. And, yeah, this is, um, this is pretty, a, a pretty cool project. There are nine tobaccos in the cigar. Really interesting in that it's um, only a 48-ring gauge. So to get nine tobaccos in there, these guys really work themselves yeah. to, the, to the bone. And this and is Hanky doing this, huh? It's Hanky. Okay. Very, very no, cool project. No band. No band. Okay. 101 boxes. I got box number 101. Or you got it, box It didn't one. have a number. Just, oh. It's, it's, a, so box, I, so it's I a box, box that num- reads thank you. That's all it reads. So I, I have box. It does. It has no number on it. So this is box number zero, one, zero or 101. Whichever way you want to look at it. But either okay. way, it says thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, and as, as a thank you for this, I would like, if you have no um, people interested in this yet because mm-hmm. no one knows about it and see it, I am prepared right now, if it's okay with my buyer. Are you taking the words out of my mouth, my man? Well, if you're the buyer, go ahead. Uh, can we buy them all? You want them all? I want them all. <laughs> I'll sell you all of them. All right. You heard okay. it here first. Yeah, now, just, now, folks. That's it, how deals are done right there. It, I love it, that. And it, it's, as a producer, it's like, <laughs> really, you want to buy them all? Oh, okay. I just made 300 
<laughs> After he said okay. that there's only 100 of it, this is how to corner the market. Any other retailers listening to this, this is how to corner the market. This happens actually next week, um, and I haven't even smoked a cigar at all. But um, what a, what a, I, what I, know, a I know the manufacturer. I know that you have sampled it. Oh, my God. I have smoked it. It's really exceptional. Okay. So, uh, all right, tell us about it. Uh, I'm not going to let anybody know what's in it yet. Uh, we're going to announce that next week because there's some stuff in there that's pretty pretty fabulous and, and funky. Um, yeah, we don't want to give them a weak head start to copy it. You know, you, you laugh. I'm not laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I'm being 100% serious. There are some powerful producers that could have a cigar on the market tomorrow. Well, the magic of this is this happens in Russia. It happens in Russia. We're Russian. The town of the city of Sochi, um, it's such a neat place. Um, it's in a very dangerous part of the world. But it's so beautiful, and the, the mountains literally climb up out of the Black Sea, and it's I mean, it's, a, it's it's a place that you can't fathom. So we really wanted a, a cigar that would be very unique, that would be very difficult to do anything more than a hundred of. Um, so there's some rare stuff in there that you just you can't do this cigar again; it won't be, it won't ever be available. What what happens when you sit down with Henke Kellner, who is the master blender at Tabadon, which is the factory that produces Davidoff cigars? When you sit down with him, mm-hmm. how much input do you have as a manufacturer? Or do you choose to say, listen, you've been doing this for a billion years. You're the master. Uh, why don't you tell me what we should be doing? How that's does this it. work? That, that's exactly right. That's, you, I'll, with all due respect, anything else would be arrogant. Because there, there are – there I are, think that's, But I think that's gross. Yeah. And I, I, I get a kick out of people that run around the United States saying you know, they're, they're American or they're from, you know, they're, they're from West Georgia or something like, yeah, I was blending this. You weren't blending a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were blending a thing. You went and talked to people that have done this, and, and traditions have been passed down, and understanding has been passed down from, in a lot of cases, generation to generation to generation to generation. Um, so there are very few people that can that can say they do that stuff. I mean, obviously, the you know the padrones do that stuff, and, and they're being very clear. They've been around it so long, they understand, and they're doing the blending. Uh, but very very few folks out there um, that are running around the United States are, are actually the blender. Do you say to uh, Hanky, uh, I'd like to have a couple of samples we of say, different, different blends? I do it differently. I do it the way I, I did it in the wine business for a lot of years, which was, this is what I don't want. Okay. So that they know there's a parameter where they can't go. Um, what don't you want with Sochi? Uh, I wanted special with Sochi and I didn't want any, I didn't want to get overly, overly, overly earthy with it. Uh, when, you, when you start saying using the word special and unique in this industry, for some reason, everybody thinks it has to be something that where you, you taste it, you, like you licked the ground. I didn't want that. I also didn't want super sweet. So I wanted sort of a dry palate product um, that you would remember and want to have and make it, I call it cellarable, um, old wine term, where you could keep this for a long period of time in your humidor and be okay. So I didn't want the traditional seven-year tobacco horizon line. I wanted to go further. Go further. What they taught me was when they put multiple tobaccos, the more tobaccos you put in a product, the longer that horizon line gets. No kidding. Hmm. Um, the different tobaccos, when they marry each other, carry each other forward. I didn't know that was possible. Um, I have to smoke it. So okay. I think it's interesting. And I'm, I'm excited. Sort of, this is one I want to open in eight years and try it then, too, to see if that's... We will do that. So can we? Uh, I will put this box aside. I'm so cool. tempted to smoke it, but I won't. I'll wait till next week. Oh, even better. We have it on How the side. How good is he? It's awesome. Because <laughs> this box goes away, wow. yeah. and we enjoy that at a later date. And I, I hate to put down the cigar of the year, but you're, the way you're talking this uh, Sochi yeah, up. All right. So, so uh, It goes through something cool, too. One more one thing. When yeah. you try it, and this is why I think the consumer is going to really dig this. I asked for a big change. 
So at about three quarters of an inch, the cigar takes a hard left hand turn and just. And how long? How deep? About half an inch to three quarters of an inch. All right. So. Wow, that's interesting. Really. All right, you ready to cut your cigar, Mr. Jonathan? I'm ready. This are, is the deal. It's what time. are we cutting it with? Who's our official cutter? <laughs> it's time to cut our cigar. The this is the first cut- time we've done three in a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands are raising their prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars. They stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Um, while we have that and we're going into our lighting and everything, Chuck Morrison, if you would, um, be a gentleman right now and go into the segment uh, where we're enjoying life till it's fullest, and we certainly are. It's important to be a gentleman. And how to be a, a gentleman and more debonair is our friend, who you see uh, for one of the first times here, uh, right behind your uh, right shoulder, yeah. is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, we're going to discuss cigar lounge etiquette. Three tips to be a better gentleman inside your local tobacconist. Number one, if reading the paper, put it down. And introduce yourself and give the other smokers three to five minutes of your time for an introduction or quick hello. Nice. Don't keep your head buried right in there. It's so rude. Are you really that guy? Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Hello. good sir. Hello. (laughs) Number two, if you get up to get a drink, offer to get the others one as well. If there's an exception to the rule, there are three people or less. So if there are three people or less, you're going up for a beverage, be a gentleman, and offer Whereas if there's 12 people, every chair is taken. You're yeah. not, you're not yeah. going to break in the bank on it. That's yeah. right. That's right. All right. So three, three or less, less. is the Don't make it painful. Down. Including yourself. Including so yourself. So four drinks total. Yep. All right. Yep. yep. I can do that. If someone is lighting up with matches, be a gentleman and always offer your lighter or cutter. But, again, exception to the rule, Thank let you, them cut and light their own cigars. Oh, yes. And, and only... If they have not stuck it in their mouth, yes, <laughs> yes, there'll be no slobber cutting. Oh, no, don't be the slobber cutter guy. Be debonair. Nice. The wet cut. Gentlemen's Way is brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I am. I can handle that. Okay, and, All right. and you should too. This is interesting. If you have a dull saw blade on your circular saw, oh boy, and you're cutting, you know, you're making furniture right now in this little analogy. You're it. cutting piece of older cherry wood. Mm. Now, the dull saw blade starts to heat up as you get about three inches in, and it starts to smoke and caramelize the sugars in the wood, mm. and that aroma is what this Sochi is. Right now, I haven't hit the change yet, but at the beginning, it is it is sweetness. Mm. It is aromatic. There's some cherry wood burning notes to it, a little hint of vanilla. Wow. Flavor of the Week brought to you by Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production, and also hammer and sickle vodka. We don't have a, a, uh, a guy to 
It just would seem, need, yeah, it would just seem awkward if somebody did a segment <laughs> where I'm tasting someone else's cigar and it's brought to you by it would be yeah. Happy awesome. Birthday Cigars. It would be awesome <laughs> for them to do that no matter what cigar they – listen, we're, we're cutting your cigar and it's brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Isn't it nice to – Which we ca- we, we got to give some props to Vertigo. Unfortunately, when I filled this lighter – I, I overfilled it or didn't purge it or whatever, so it's acting goofy. I'm going to have to work on it. So we stopped using the Bugatti, and we switched over to the Vertigo Vortex. Vortex. $14.99, and that's what we used to light the last two cigars. But the Bugatti, which is the which is the, the Bugatti of the line, yeah. uh, the best, purge it, get it going, make sure it's perfect. It'll be perfect. Because we are going to uh, pick oh, a winner. Can, I, we, can we do that right now? Did it already. Okay, so let's... I sent it, and it went to the winner is... You can't you say his name? I'm going to say his name right now. The winner is Jonas Bellinus from Chester Springs, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Nice. Jonas. Listen to his first name. His name Jonas. Is Jonas. Yep, that would be a man. Yeah. Jonas, yeah. For like the Weezer song. Love that My song. My name is Jonas. So Where what did Jonas get? He got, he got this lighter. Bugatti. Oh. $250 Bugatti. Just for send. texting cigars. To nine six three six two. Jonas, for listening to the show, we're going to send you a box of icon from me. Okay. Yay! Wow. Oh my god! Wow. wow. I'm going to text that to him right now. Hopefully he's listening. Hopefully he's listening. If not, you're going to text it to him anyway. So this is the idea of this text thing. Now, what benefit does does the cigar authority have for having these text things? Today, for instance, we were going to do the show on the cigar of the year. So we text everybody in advance and say, just so you know. We're doing a show on the Cigar of the Year. Maybe you want to turn, tune in and listen live. That's great. And um, if you don't, you'd say delete, whatever. If you do, you delete anyway. It's nothing. We're not going to uh, do anything bad, but we're going to let you know when special things are happening. Speaking of the classy guy that Eric Hansen is, I have some bad news for you. I don't know if you remember, but on the first time you were on the show, okay. a gentleman called in. We were smoking second growth. Yep. It was my grandfather. Mm-hmm. You did exactly what you just did. You gave him a box sure. of... Second growth. growth. Unfortunately, last did. week he passed away. Oh my goodness! But he every time I saw him, he Very wanted sorry. me to send you a thank you no. for that box of cigars. I could not tell him how much they were. He would not have smoked them, but he smoked every single one back oh, to back. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Ninety-five. Well, let's let's raise a glass. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers to Grampy. To Grampy. Yep. Grampy. Cheers, boys. I'm a cheap date, man. I, I get buzzed on the, the yeah, smallest amount. Isn't it's that good. delicious? It really is. <laughs> it's clean. And that's what I'll say about the so uh, the icon. Lips. It's a clean tasting. It The icon, I think, is the best product you have to match with your vodka. That that is mm-hmm. the perfect match right there. Clean tasting. Mm-hmm. And what I find best in a cigar is, is the cleanliness of a cigar, that it's not aftertaste. It's not... I, I, I went on your website to pull off uh, all the information sure. of what you have on there, and, and you mentioned the clean taste of it anyway, um, that uh, Tabadome and the Dominican Republic, uh, four years uh, is what? The wrapper, aged four years, Correct. Uh, pure, crisp, and clean, which is is probably how you describe the vodka? Absolutely. And that's, yeah. You know, there's there's great flavor in pure, crisp, and clean as well. Oh, I my mean, God, Yeah. So That's th- where the true flavors come from. If if you have a palate that can only taste when something is burning your mouth or when something is super peppery, you really got to retrain that bad boy. You've got to go into mm-hmm. into starting at being able to taste at the clean level. You actually may find that you don't like the other stuff at that point. Yeah. Hmm. That's definitely true, though. 
There we go. Uh, it's time for our social media segment. Are you ready, Mr. Chuck? It's, Always, uh, baby. Always. Brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars were, that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. <laughs> You're a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, these are the best tweets I saw all week. Best friend's job should be immediately clear from the... Com- best friend's job should be to immediately clear your computer history if you die. Absolutely. Right? Oh, that's fantastic. Right? You didn't do it already. <laughs> Nothing sucks more than the moment during an argument when you realize you were wrong. Oh, that moment. That Ouch. exact moment. How the hell are you supposed to fold a fitted sheet? How do you do it? Uh, That's a good question. And the best tweet I saw all week. There is a great need for a a sarcasm sarcasm font. Yes. Isn't there a need for that? These are brilliant. (laughs) This is the best tweet I saw all week. Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled and two bar. The old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw. Every, Every time. time. This is what my favorite thing about David is. He's struggling through he, the reading. He cannot read, cannot and read he cannot it. pronounce regular words that he would use if they're written down in front of Sarcasm. him. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. That's a tough word. Sarcasm. Is a because tough he's a gentleman. Didn't we just have a segment on being a gentleman? <laughs> we did. Gentlemen are sarcastic. Chat box right. is blaming it on the vodka. Yes, <laughs> and I will take that, too. So a couple glasses of uh, vodka. All right, so there is a certain drink, and that this, there are other cigars that you have in your line. Yes. One of them is Moscow City. Mm-hmm. And maybe Moscow City is uh, fuller flavored. It's a little fuller bodied. Oh, absolutely. And it really isn't going to be – it would be the opposite of what your vodka is. Not that it wouldn't pair well, but it would be the opposite. Sure. So you have a drink that you've you've created to or found to complement the Moscow City cigar. What is that? Uh, we like them. I like to – I love ginger. I love the flavor of ginger I like to cook. And the Moscow Mule, which is a cocktail that's been around for a number and number of years, um, I, I had never thought of, of having a cigar with it, but we had a Moscow City with it, and it's delicious. So, right. um, so the the cocktail is ginger beer, not ginger ale, ginger beer. This is ginger beer. Ginger beer. Do we need ice cubes? Yeah, ice cubes would be great. I'll right. get is ice that, cubes. Is that alcoholic? No. All right. So we're going to pour the alcohol. I typically in do it. not like the taste of ginger beer. It's bitey, but maybe mixed with something. It's funny that you say that because we're actually creating a ginger beer that isn't bitey and it'll be out in 12 weeks. Really? Look at <laughs> this. <laughs> this is Can we scoop? carry that at Two Guys Smoke Shop? You probably could. I'm I bet off. you'd get a good price on it, too. All right. We need to have Eric Hansen on more often. We're getting a lot of scoops on today's Cigar Authority. Scoop. Wow. And the key to the Moscow Mule is having it in a beautiful copper mug. Because it couldn't be wood. <laughs> You're lucky it's light, though. It's I mean, light. Can I use my hands? Of course. Of course. <laughs> We're putting oh. them in this. Wow. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll, we'll fill one up for you. Well, we discussed that while you were gone. We'll, we'll catch you up once you, uh, once you get your headset on. Oh, not. my goodness. The copper imparts its own... Um, Magnetic property onto the drink. Wow. Yeah. 
I'll tell you. Is you, that true? You guys at Hammer and Sickle think of everything. That's really impressive. Uh, we didn't make this one up. I'd love to take Yeah, we the, need one more. Yeah, this is a pre-prohibition cocktail. All right. All right, so we got a little bit. Of, we got a little bit of dead air here. We're apologizing. Yep, or I'm, I'm apologizing, working, people. It's all right. We're we're getting this. Uh, we're getting this thing going. Oh, I love that ginger sound. beer. Ginger God, beer. I love that sound. It's clear. There's no artificial coloring in that. Eric, what do you cook with ginger? I'm just curious. I like to do asparagus, and I um, infuse it with ginger over the uh, in a cold, confined space. So yeah. you fill up cold water with ginger. There's a. Uh, those are two things that cause your pee to smell like the things that you're you're consuming. What's is, that? Uh, is ginger and asparagus. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Wow. Your pee stinks from ginger? Oh yeah. No one tells me these things. If you drink uh, true ginger ale, or I don't I don't know what the deal is with this ginger beer, but uh, ginger ale that's been brewed like a beer, it. Uh, He's got some ice for you. Causes. You didn't do it, right? There's your ice in your glass. We're going to need to get a... What do we need? We're going to need to get Dave a ride home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'll be here for a few more hours anyway. Yeah, he's in Laurie's listening. If you need to pick me up. Because <laughs> uh, right. friends don't drink and drive when you go home. Or no. what, are you, what are you supposed to say? It's illegalities that you're always here? Friends don't let friends drive drunk. drunk. You got it. Yeah. Enjoy responsibly. You got more vodka no. there if you need it. We got to mix those up. Because the vodka's sitting on top. All right. So we got to get something in there to mix that bad boy. Oh, my thanks, finger. Eric. You got a pen or something? I got a pencil. I, I like to use a pencil because... Uh, I like to finger my cocktail. I, I also <laughs> finger my yeah. cocktail. Uh, I use a pencil pun, because pun I make a lot of mistakes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So this right. is a Moscow Mule. This is a Moscow Mule. All right. And a lot of times you'll have it with... Um, Cheers, A lot of people Cheers. will add lime to it. Yeah? I like it without the lime. Oh, that's exceptional. Thank you. Oh, that is good. It's way oh, better than goodness. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Now you have that, and now, th- you know, a beautiful, thick Maduro cigar. Yeah. A lot of flavor, a lot of sugar coming off the Maduro. Mm. Like? It's like a sexy beast. Yeah. Like Moscow City, maybe? Like, perfect. I'll tell you, it's not. That would be the perfect answer. It's not bad with the Sochi, either. <laughs> See? <laughs> ah. Wow. You know what this deserves? I will allow you to use the sound effect. Normally, I'm very oh, sensitive about that, Chuck. But it's a beautiful sound effect. It is. It really is. So, and the reason for the cup, it actually brings taste out yeah, of the Yeah, the sun. copper has a magnetic quality that, um, believe it or not, they claim adjusts the ginger. Yeah? Not sure. It doesn't I'm, taste bad. Well, I'm not sure I'm, I'm buying it, but yeah, it's still pretty cool. I'm in. I have to, I have to go uh, use my left hand to drink. Yeah, this, uh, the microphone gets in the way of my cocktail consumption. How, do, how yeah. does... You got to go the other way. Yeah, you got to go the opposite side. Way better than I thought it was going to be. I could actually drink this. Yeah. It, uh, very unique. I got to go lefty with my cocktail. You're going to have to go lefty. Yeah. Mm. And I'm lefty, but I drink right. We often call that so the stranger. So do I. Same thing. Yeah? yeah? Are you lefty? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. How about shoot pool? How do you shoot pool? I can shoot it both ways, but I shoot it le- I'd rather shoot it lefty. Okay. I can do it both ways, and I can bat both ways. Mm. Really? And okay. that's it. I can, I can shoot use scissors both ways. I can shoot pool. I can't use scissors both ways. I can shoot pool, bat, and I can shoot a bow and arrow both ways. See, I'm a righty across the board. I bet I could do a bow and arrow both ways, too. I don't know. You must be what is it, ambidextrous? No, there's only a few it. things. I can't throw a ball. Can you right? I can throw lefty. No. Not, I can throw more accurately lefty, but I can throw way harder righty. Mm-hmm. But I think it doesn't matter shooting pool or batting. 
I'm terrible at both. Uh, equally. You suck equally. Okay. Well. <laughs> See, I can play golf both ways. I'm a, I'm a really. I'm, wow. a, I'm a one handicap righty, and I'm about a 16 lefty. So it's always oh, fun. And I gamble with people all the time. You'll be out and guys lefty, and I'm like, oh, I bet I can hit it by you lefty. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Wow. So I play hockey lefty. That's it. I, I can shoot. Lefty. I can shoot a good wrist shot lefty, but not a slap shot lefty. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Um, when we come back, we got Old Fod Freddy. He's back. We got the asylum. Uh, we got news for some cigar smokers. Actually, some good news for a change. Really? We're smoking um, Sochi right now. We actually put down the cigar of the year. This is insane. Yeah, first time ever. Right. Uh, but we have the cigar of the year. It's Hammer and Sickle Icon. And we're live at the headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in my office. And uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. 
Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop, World Headquarters, and uh, it's the Cigar of the Year, the Hammer and Sickle Icon. We have Eric Hansen from here, and we're smoking uh, a surprise here, Sochi, a new cigar coming out for the Winter Olympics that starts next week. And, uh, Speaking get- of Winter Olympics, what is your sport of choice, Eric Hansen? Uh, I mean, I'm, to watch, I'm a hockey fan, but I mean, and I play hockey, but nothing's cooler than curling. <laughs> See, I was hoping you yes. were going to say curling. Nothing's cooler than curling. I have been obsessed with curling since the first time I saw it. It's wealthy Norwegian bowling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a sport of Norwegian kings. Oh. It looks like it's so much fun to do. Yes. And that anyone can do. Potentially, right? I mean, when it comes to athletic ability, right? If you're going to put me in the competition. A, a whole bunch of drunks falling on the ice. And, I, yeah, I just absolutely. heard a story on, uh, on NPR. Now that 96.9 is gone, the talk station that, is, uh, that was leaning to the right. Yeah. Now I'm stuck with NPR and I don't listen to music ever. AM. I don't do AM. It's all, and then you go by the, oh, the wires. It's awesome. terrible. All so, our stations are on AM. What do you mean I don't do AM? <laughs> if I happen to not be on the show, I have no choice. Yeah. But, so, uh, FM guy. It's a very passionate anti-AM move. Right yeah, there. it, it emotional. is. So anyway, so they, they interviewed uh, in the 80s. They were the, the top curling team in the world. Mm. And they were told that in order to be eligible, although they had qualified and everything, in order to actually go to the Olympics and represent Canada, they had to lose 20 pounds each mm. because true curlers are drinking beer and doing mm-hmm. the curling thing. And these guys were... The top guys, and that's what they had to do. There we go. thought it was interesting. Um, you know, we had the Diamond Crown Experience last week. The Diamond Crown Experience is uh, where we're going to broadcast our show from Tampa, Florida. And we uh, picked one lucky winner to, uh, for a trip for two. Interesting, uh, Glenn Baker. It was Glenn Baker that won it. And he is taking uh, someone he teamed up with. They bought a lot of cigars together and... Um, they are going to go together as two people that would really enjoy it together. Um, so they got to know each well, other. Well, they had an interesting strategy. They each bought several boxes, and they put their own Stogie Points number on it in the in the pot. Yeah. But yeah. that meant the two of, between the two of them, they said, if I win, I'll bring you. If you win, you bring yeah, me. Yeah, it's awesome. So they bumped their odds up of being able to go dramatically. 
Yeah. So uh, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet with them on Thursday, and we're gonna put all the timelines together and everything. But we're going to see the. Um, Tampa Bay Bruins. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa first. Bay Lightning. Play the, play the Bruins. The Boston Bruins. Uh, also go in, and uh, the Diamond Crown experience is going to include um, going to Bobby Newman's house, going to a uh, famous steakhouse that's out there and get a tour of their um, – this is Burns Steakhouse. Sure. Yep. Um, it's going to include being on the Cigar Authority show if they choose to talk or just sit there and watch or whatever. But uh, we'll all be there. And um, I want to thank, once again, the, the folks at Diamond Crown, uh, Eric and Bobby Newman, for uh, providing a, a gift like that. And it's going to be the um, an event of a lifetime, so much so that they're actually going to carry this on another time. Really? They loved it so much. So we'll be doing it again. That's great. That, that's the good news. That's so awesome. those that didn't didn't participate or didn't win or something, we're going to try it again. And not only are we going to try it again on the Cigar Authority, um, and wherever you are, as, as I always say, I want you to support your brick-and-mortar retailers across the country. You're going to see this Diamond Crown experience happen all over the country. You'll uh, be able to go into your local brick-and-mortar so, and support but, them. Support them and uh, get a chance of a lifetime to do an event like this. Because so. we did have lots of listeners yeah, and I don't, support I, us, and that wasn't the mission. I mean, if you wanted to get in on it for this time, this was the first was no, one ever. There was no other way. To there was no capture. other choice. But it really is awesome that they liked it enough to extend it to other stores. Because I, I know I felt guilty. I'm not trying to say you know somebody out in Tennessee, for example, buying the cigars from us. I'd rather you go to your local guy and support him. Yeah, and we were asking for you know just buy three cigars, get your name in it, and that's the way it was going to go. In the meantime, keep supporting them. You'll be able to support your, your own brick-and-mortar store and still get in on the Diamond Crown experience in the future. Would Rudy be able to get into it? Are they going to do it in Canada? Oh, are they doing out of the country? You know, I don't know. Eh? 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 <laughs> Rudy with I, his two <clears throat> I don't know that answer for sure. That's I do not know game. that answer for sure. But uh, if we could, uh, let's take a moment and go uh, take a peek into the asylum. Sure. Is it time for that? So we're going to take a peek into the asylum and see what crazy news is going on. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. Brian was convicted of second-degree manslaughter the other day at the Peckham Crown Court, receiving a five-year suspended sentence for the accidental death of his wife, Gloria, by toxic suffocation. Apparently, Brian had given her a Dutch oven that went, as the judge described it, horribly wrong. Brian had miscalculated two crucial factors which led to the tragic outcome. Gloria's military tucking in of the 600-weight cotton sheets when she made the bed had created a nearly airtight seal and secondly, Brian had attended a long business luncheon at an Indian restaurant at which he had consumed a dozen onion bahis, eight papadam, six samosas, and an extra-large beef vindaloo with garlic naan, all washed down with eight pints of Guinness beer. 
The resulting trapped wind, which he released within six inches of his wife's face, came in at around six liters of gas, which was 95% methane by volume. Yeah. That's insane. You know you're all going to try it when you get home. Yeah. <laughs> That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly oh. flavorful, medium box cigars that yeah. with sizes ranging from 4 x to the insane 6 by 80 That's insane. That's Asylum. Yeah, I call bull crap on that. <laughs> Absolutely that Google it. That was too good to be Google true. it. Uh, oh, and I, God rest her soul. I feel terrible, but wow. So how do they write the obituary on that one? Huh? I'm not sure. Does he go up for murder? Is well, he, he got convicted of manslaughter. He's got a suspended sentence. I mean, it was a it was a prank gone terribly wrong, as the judge said. My God! And the the judge went on further. I didn't read the whole thing, but the judge went on further and said, "I hope this is a lesson to men across the country that they this that, is a Dutch dangerous ovens is Dutch dangerous. ovens are dangerous." <laughs> so he's got killer wind. He's got yeah. killer wind. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't even know that was possible. Well, it's possible. It's exceptional Indian food. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, I've now tried it. Can you get him it. on the, <laughs> the same combination? Well, no, not the same combination. I couldn't eat that much, but. Uh, yeah, Dutch oven. My wife doesn't have military tucking in of anything, so we're safe. 600 pounds. Oh. <laughs> that needs to be used in a movie. I could see Jim Carrey, like, pulling oh. that off. Pulling it off. Can you get him on the show? I don't know. I'm not sure he wants the publicity of, of talking about killing his wife by farting on her. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still amazing. It is. It is amazing. I mean, he, for, for the judge, I'm sure it was horrifying, but for me, he kind of oh. became a hero. Yeah, I want to hear the 911 transcript of that. <laughs> I just farted and killed my wife. Do we have a guess on She's the, dead. Do we have a guess on the uh, suggested retail price on Sochi? It was just for later to be discussed. Well, well yeah, we you bought even, all of them, I, mean, I we can change even, the price now. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of, we, we I'm having a really nice out. day. <laughs> And you're wearing blue suede All right, we'll, shoes. We'll get into that. We'll give you the inf- blue, I'm wearing blue suede shoes. We'll give you the information on. of that. What? And you know, I, and I claimed earlier I'd get into the expected um, new things that are coming out for 2013. We'll save those along with the information on Sochi for uh, next week. What I do want to bring up is each week we usually have some bad news to let you know about that's happening in the cigar world because it's nonstop that these legislators are trying to bury brick-and-mortar retailers, try to put small businessmen out of business for a legal product. And for once, I have some good news, and I want to make sure I brought it up. Because let's face it, they are and embody the initials DB. That's all I'm going to say. But go ahead. I don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'll just go over that. Legislator who deserves praise. So we're going to give a legislator who deserves praise some praise. Missouri State Representative Kathy Conway proved that some legislators get it. She introduced H.R. 1067, which continues her pressure on local governments not to pass smoking ordinances. Nice. Uh, Representative Conley began her efforts to dissuade loyalties from passing smoking bans and for local governments uh, because of lost revenue from businesses that would allow smoking. Um, she goes on to define private businesses to include cigar bars, lounges, casinos, and restaurants and bowling alleys for some strange reason. It is a model effort to send a message to 
loyalty, uh, locality, localities? Localities. Localities, thank you. Uh, considering smoking ban ordinances. Last year, Representative, State, Representative Conley stated, in these municipalities and counties are going to hurt the income of small businesses. Maybe their local government's bottom line should be affected as well. So the amount of money they're going to receive will be less. Will be less if they end up hurting the uh, brick and mortar or small businesses within that state because of this. Um, and that's what she's fighting to happen on HR 1067. Let's face it: the government should stay out of business until it proves itself. Well, they're not. So she actually turned it around Good. and said, "Okay, if you're going to poke your nose into these small businesses, you're going to pay too." Now you will back off probably. If you want, uh, call or write her office for her appreciation. I highly recommend it. Once again, Missouri State Representative Kathy Conway. This is a woman that is on our side, and I thank her so much for it because we're not getting any of that. So she's sticking her neck out for sure she is. for a small group of people, a minority, and this is the only minority that you can crap all over, which is the smoker. So she's yeah. standing up for it. So thank you to Missouri State Representative Kathy Conway and uh, some good news of somebody going forward. So uh, I know I'm, I, I don't live there, but I uh, will uh, donate to her campaign when, when and if that comes, comes up because um, there's, there's the biggest in New Hampshire, for instance, 2007, was when New Hampshire went restaurant smoke-free. Uh, 2008 was the biggest drop out of businesses for restaurants ever, ever, that happened in 2008. Did that have something to do with it? Uh, Of course it did. Of course it did. So if you're a smoker, you'd say, well, let me stay at home. You you go by restaurants, you see people standing outside. Especially when it's cold out. Right. Mm. That's a killer. In this global warming thing we've been having as of late here in the Northeast and across the country, apparently. The only time I can enjoy a cigar this time of year outside is in the hot tub. Which, by the way, the steam coming off the hot tub Mm. negates the whole dryness of the air and the cracking of Connecticut shade. So I can smoke icon after icon in the hot tub and not have to worry about the dryness. So you're mentioning the cigar of the year, which will be referred to for the next year. year. Love this. The and it is guaranteed to be smoked on the show at least one more time. See, I love this country. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make so, a quick note on this Sochi here? Yes. Eric had mentioned that it takes a dramatic turn at about, what would you say, a quarter inch, to half inch? I said half to three quarters is where it has bumped Man. it. Man, dramatic. And the, For the better. nailed it, by the way. It does not go right. It no. goes left. Yeah. It's hard. You left. could taste the left. Yeah. Because mm. he's left-handed. Maybe, uh, there it is. So that's it. But it, it, it's right when it comes to political issues, but it's left <laughs> when it comes to changing in the cigar. Change. I tried rolling the cigar to see if I could get it to go right, and it stayed left. <laughs> Stay There's left. some polarity going Isn't on. Isn't amazing? The flavor. It's the copper from the mug that's pulling it left. <laughs> People are asking in the chat box, uh, you know, how does it stack against the icon? And, and someone pointed well, out different adequate. Different world, though, Yeah, right? exactly. That's right. That's right. They said totally they're probably going to say it's, it's a different cigar, but just curious. Uh, Dramatically different. Yeah. I mean, a different world. I'll tell you this. It is... You, and it, we smoked them in the right order, going from the icon to this. It's, it's a little more guts to it, a little more full body, but mm. I would say it doesn't quite crest past the middle of medium. Very, very good. Why only a hundred boxes of this? I like limited edition stuff. Okay, I fun. Think, yeah, yeah. Like you got to keep yourself kind of fresh and thinking. Okay, so. All right. Uh, speaking of fresh and thinking, we have an old man that would like to uh, <laughs> get fresh. 
and uh, let him know his thoughts. His old fat Freddy in the aging room. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people use bases from the game of baseball to describe what part of a girl's body she let you see a touch. In my day, a home run was just a home run because you hit the ball like a man. Nowadays, people are taking their lovemaking to extreme with public displays, fetishes, and this thing called the three-way. Sometimes it's adding an extra girl to the mix, but other times you lose the coin toss and it's a man. Old Fart Freddy really has no comments. In my day, lovemaking was a one-on-one, lights-out, and door-closed proposition that no one was proud of. One woman and one man. Nowadays, there are all kinds of machines involved with making or tossing a salad. In my day, we had an expression, be a man and toss your salad by hand. We were home-run hitting, behind-closed-doors, salad-tossing men. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Three-way, really. I know I said no comment earlier, but I have to say that even if you win the coin toss, the wife and I can barely stomach the overgrown, misshapen, mangled body parts we have. Why would we add any more to the mix? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Five Freddy, you know him. You know him and love him. Can't live without That's him. amazing. Well, look, it's, it's the best segment so far, let's yep. be honest. There we go. <laughs> Can't stop. So uh, you want to be a star in a two-guy smoke shop commercial? Yes. I do. You say you want to. We're having uh, a rehearsal February 8th. That is a Saturday night from 6 p.m. when we close the doors. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. is rehearsals for it, February 8th. And the filming will take place on February 9th. From 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. Seems like a long time in between for the filming of it, for a 30-second commercial and a 60-second commercial. But we're not bringing a regular commercial maker. We're making, we're bringing in somebody that produces full-length movies. Cool. And uh, we'll see what that entails. If you want to be part of it, you can contact Two Guys Smoke Shop. Go on thecigarauthority.com. Contact us. Say you're interested. You have to be available once again on February 8th. That's a Saturday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. for a rehearsal. And on February 9th for filming from 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. We may get out earlier, but just be available for those times for the filming. I will make sure there's food here. I'll make sure there's cigars here. I'll make sure we have a fun time while this is going on. Uh, but um, that's it if you want to be part of the commercial, and um, we'll have fun doing it for sure. I'm uh, in. Uh, that being said, also is the Happy Birthday Cigar, which I, I gave you one for Eric Wentworth, mm-hmm. which is uh, one of your employees, formerly one of my employees, yep. uh, that is moving on up uh, into the cigar industry. Happy for him. He's celebrating his birthday today. Eric Wentworth, we have a Happy Birthday Cigar for you and for anybody uh, celebrating their birthday. If you are ever selling your, celebrating your birthday, which everybody does, stop by any two-guy smoke shop on their birthday. The cigar is on us. We will cut and light the cigar and be honored that you share an hour with us. Um, so uh, come in, and we have the special uh, happy birthday cigar encapsulated in a glass tube and ready for you to smoke and celebrate your birthday with us. So come by any time for that. All year, any day, everybody's having a birthday. Celebrate it with us. So uh, that is that. 
Um, the Cigar of the Year, the Icon. What can you tell our listeners about Icon and why uh, they will find it as a unique product and why they want to try it and smoke it? And What's special about Icon? It's the cleanliness of the Connecticut. Um, you know, once again, when you work with the best factory in the world, you get to use the best tobacco in the world. So I just you just need to try it. Even if you don't traditionally like mild cigars, I think you'll love the flavor profile. You'll love the sweet finish. And it's an all you know, it's an all natural sweet finish proposition. We didn't we didn't play with this, we didn't do anything funky in the fermentation. At the end of the day, this is just a remarkable, clean, sophisticated Connecticut shade wrapper. I would say hand selected to end up having each one of these tobaccos as clean as they are. And a special project for Hanky Keldon that he worked on. He should be proud of it. And um you know, we know that our consumers come back to it over and over. That's all I can tell tell you. This is a major ingredient to why it is the cigar of the year. Customers are coming back over and over for it. They are voting with their wallets. There's something about this. If you're a brick-and-mortar retailer out there, you don't carry Hammer and Sickle Icon, let me tell you from one retailer to another, it is a winner. It belongs on your stage. It belongs in your store because customers like it, love it, want it, and continue to buy it. So this is an important product that's out there. Um, I'm honored to have it. I'm so happy that something like this came out. It's been a long time coming. Everybody is coming out with these fuller-bodied cigars, uh, adding flavor components inside there, adding uh, tobaccos that overpower certain other tobaccos to bring that tobacco out. And where is that creamy, smooth cigar of yesteryear? Where is that cigar? It is back again with Icon. Um, I love it. It is a go-to cigar for me over and over again. As the day goes on, maybe I'll, I'll go into a full-body cigar as it's going on, but um, I start most days uh, with the Icon myself. Those that know me know that this is a, a type of cigar. That, it's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, this, this is a... It's a great session cigar. If you're going to have a bunch of cigars, so you're golfing, you're going to have three or four... Um, this is that cigar because you can have it and just have it and have it and have it and be fine. Yeah, doesn't burn your palate, doesn't wear you out. Now, my grandfather, in his in his years, ninety five years old, he honestly, truly, I don't think he knew what my name was. I mean, sharp as a, as a tack, but when it came to names and all that stuff, so, so many grandchildren, yeah, so many. He had no idea that Hammer and Sickle was connected with Second Growth. So he's smoking his regular cigar. He comes and visits me in Seabrook, and I said, uh, "Grampy, why don't you try uh, something new?" And he's like, "Ah, you know how I am. Give me, give me what I normally smoke." And I said, "Can I just give you this?" Yeah. So I give it to him, and he said, "This is the cigar I want to smoke for the rest of my life." Oh, so Icon wow. Icon has a special role in my heart. It's what I brought <laughs> to his at, his going away party uh, after he passed. That was what we called it, and this is what everybody smoked in his honor because this was his cigar for the last three months of his life. Wow! Awesome. So just cool. so you know, you, yeah. you touched a man. I'm touched. That's that was yeah. uh, so Eric Hansen. Congratulations! Hell of a day. <laughs> yeah, Icon Hammer and Sickle Icon, the cigar of the year. Congratulations! You well deserving. Um, <clears throat> that's it for us. So we have the Cigar of the Year. From this day forward, it will not be about history. It will be about going forward in 2014. Uh, Comedians in cars, getting coffee, and talking about cigars. That's next week. Uh, It's really, truly a show about nothing. So uh, we'll talk about that. 
Um, we didn't get to bring you the new cigars coming out for 2014. We'll do that in next week's show. Nor did also. we get to tell you about how Vicks Vaporub is bad for you. And we're doing it next week. I'm just going to say it. We've been sitting on that forever. <clears throat> we're doing why Vicks Vaporub is not what you want to put on your chest next week. Here we go. And you, you kind of blew it because you told him what hey, the Hey, whatever. Was, I'm doing it. We're doing it no matter what. So Old Fart Freddy, all the stuff coming up. So that and more. We have the Cigar of the Year. It's Hammer and Sickle Icon. Absolutely. Wherever you are going to your brick and mortar stores, ask for it, demand it. It needs to be on their shelves. Hammer and Sickle Icon, something you want to try. The Cigar of the Year. Thanks, everybody, as always, for listening this week and every week for Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, myself, and Eric Hansen. Thanks for listening today and every week on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Sochi for the Olympics... Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.